another episode of the Leatherheads Fantasy Football Podcast brought to you by myself, Hunter, and Abel. Week 10 is over. Week 11 is upon us. Um, I'm actually, you know, I'm okay with week 10 because I actually won a game. I actually destroyed <laughs> Colby. So I'm not like too upset with week 10. Uh, I'm so I'm bringing good spirits into this week, but I'm about to get destroyed uh, this week. So a one, you know, I was good with one, one more uh, win for the rest of the season, but one win well, for us is 10. pretty good. Yeah. We're all we're all back to what's our what's our record now? Three and we three. are nine and twenty-one total. Nice. We are killing it. Yeah, I think we're officially out of the playoff on all of us. I, I think I can confidently say, Abel, you're kind of our only only chance just because of points. But yeah, I mean, I also haven't updated my team in three weeks, so yeah. How I got, how I won by how I put up 141 points. That's honestly a miracle. <laughs> that was that was like the Kyler Murray Murray pass. That's like honestly, it was pretty much the equivalent of the same thing. That's Man, how that pass was crazy. Uh, but yeah, week 11 is upon us. Um. We are a day late on this episode, too. Two days. Two days late. It's just a Saturday special. That's all we wanted to do. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, you already know what happened on Thursday. um, So, that's going to adjust our projections and stuff a little bit. Not really, because there's only two teams that played. So, shouldn't throw it off or be too crazy. But, yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like either way... Again, we're just so we're so late in the season right now that I feel like you have your team. You're not like adding and dropping a ton of guys every single week. You're not really living on the waiver wire anymore, unless you're like a you're on that bubble like in the hunt. Yeah, yep. I feel like so, there should be a term for the the waiver wire weeks where like you know you can really get a lot of solid players in the waiver wire. Like you know, like week like three to like seven, you can find like the solid guys that you have on your team for the rest of the year. Like James Robinson, Chase Edmonds yeah. is a good example. Uh, we could we could coin a term right now. Do we have a term for it? Anybody? I, I know we're not not really that smart. I think of, of things on the spot. I'm not going <laughs> to give us that much credit to actually do this, but we could potentially do it. <laughs> Abel's um, thinking real hard uh, right dude, now. I'm think, <laughs> dude, I got the veins popping in my head because I'm thinking. <laughs> <laughs> like the Jimmy Neutron giant head right now. He's thinking real hard about Brain it. Brain blast. <laughs> Honestly, we got to skip. I have to, I, I'm blank. Oh, uh, that's funny. We're, we're um, just not there yet. We're just yeah. not there. It, there's a term for it. I probably we're not going to coin it. A coin term. We just don't even know. Yeah. Whatever. With that said, let's just dive into it. Okay. You know, um, what do we, do we want to, do we have any questions we want to answer? Do we have any questions that we already answered that we want to bring to the table for? I know we yeah, I, I know we answered a few kind of throughout the week. I think we had uh, Anthony asked us what today about uh, just kind of his lineup, but specifically uh, Ronald Jones yep. and Scantlin. And I think we kind of both decided we all liked Jones more than Scantlin, especially with Adams potentially playing. He's uh, So we kind of like MVS. Out, yeah. we don't like him actually. So yeah. that um, did we post? I feel like we didn't post on our social media, did we? Mm. Or did we forget? No, no, that's yeah. uh. Again, we that's to... on us. No excuses. That's that's on us. Just gotta take it off the chin. That's how it is. You know, it's on us. 
moving on. We learn and move. <laughs> There's nothing else to be said. No, our one question we went over. Um, so do we, we want to just jump into quarterbacks right now? We're gonna. Yeah. Or, yeah. All right. Um, again, you know, like I already just said, like a minute ago, but I said this last week too. I feel like you have your quarterbacks right now. However, um, and we're gonna dive into this later on uh, in the episode. I, I think the biggest pickup at the QB spot right now, uh, depending on where your fantasy league takes place, because we know uh, at Yahoo, you're not allowed to pick up this guy and put him in at uh, a tight end spot. You have to put him in at quarterback, which is it's Taysom Hill. Um, but in ESPN, you can take him in and put him in a flex spot because he's considered tight end I, slash quarterback. I don't understand that, though. Yeah, that's like, Why is he allowed to be a tight end? I don't know. I was actually thinking about that on the way over. I was like, is that like a – has that ever happened before? I probably not. I don't know if that's ever happened. Because, like, back then, like, quarterbacks were just, you know, standard, drop back, not really anything interesting to them. But now, like, quarterbacks – But if you look at the amount of snaps he gets as tight end, it, it kind of makes sense. Yeah, I mean, he's definitely more of a tight end than he is an actual quarterback. Yeah. Yeah, like he he plays more, he gets more snaps at that position versus the quarterback. But either way, I think the, uh, he's probably if you're struggling, uh, he's probably your best bet to pick up this week. Um, and honest to God, if you're in a struggling quarterback situation right now, you're not that likely to make the playoffs. It's just it's just how it is. If you don't have a solid QB, you can't be going week to week, praying on the waiver wire, looking to pick up a QB. Um, but Russell Wilson, Kyler Murray, they already played. They each had 24, which is kind of crazy. They each had 24 points. Um, oh. But Justin Herbert is actually projected to score the next amount of points under Pat Mahomes, which I thought is pretty interesting. Then I took a look at who he was playing against. He's playing against the Jets. So it's not that big of a surprise. <laughs> but, I mean, it's still – he's projected fourth uh, this entire week. So that that was pretty, uh, pretty good. And I'm also doing a new thing. Um, I'm starting Ben Roethlisberger now. Uh, over Brady, so I think Roethlisberger is just a better, safer. He's a safer pick, um, and I know majority of people, personally, who have Big Ben also have another quarterback of that caliber. But I think Big Ben, um, in terms of, he's not an elite, elite quarterback, but he's a solid QB week in and week out. And I think he's he's probably the safest one at that position. Um, and then it's weird because Brady had like a crazy week last week and pretty much won me. The week, but I think Big Ben's a safer option. So, a guy like that, you know, I, I took had, had a bold take last week on Carson Wentz. Uh, <laughs> that did not turn out. So, I'm sorry for everyone that took my advice on that one. Uh, that was awful advice. <laughs> um, I'm actually, actually going to do the exact opposite with that take, and I'm going to say bench him. D- don't get him. But Matt Stafford, uh, Teddy Bridgewater are both questionable, so... You know, if you got, if you got a, if you you have one of them um, as your starting quarterback, first things first. Uh, if you're, I mean, Teddy Bridgewater is not a bad start, I guess, but Stafford, maybe Tua. You know, I think Tua is probably a solid pickup right now. He's proven week in week out that he's been he's been good. He's the number one guy. Uh, he's only rostered on uh, I forget what was it. He's currently only rostered on thirty five percent of rosters out there, so he's been solid. 
uh, this far. So I think if you got a questionable guy and it's it's late on <clears throat> Sunday and your guy comes back like Matthew Stafford's out, he comes back out and stand with Teddy Bridgewater. Look up, look for Tua uh, because that's probably a solid go-to. Um, but besides that, you know, I feel like maybe Alex Smith too. Um, he's he had a great week last week. Uh, be interesting to see if it actually continues. Um, but he's only rostered in eight percent of the league. So there's guys out there that are going to be solid pickups for those two guys if they end up being out. But obviously, if they're not uh, out, then you don't have to worry um, because again, it's a QB spot, and you, everyone pretty knows pretty much knows who you're starring every single week from here on out. So yeah. No, I agree. I agree. Good list. I like Big Ben, Alex Smith. You're kind of right, though. Those guys are all kind of crunched up in, in kind of the same tier. Yeah. So it's not, not a crazy crazy selection, but good takes. Running backs, Abel, what do you got? All right. <clears throat> uh, my favorite two guys this week, if you got them, they're going to fall out, is Dalvin Cook for sure, Adam Kamara for sure. I'm guaranteeing they score at least like 16 points. They'll get their projections. I'm gonna uh, say 25 plus each. Yeah, Kamara. Kamara. Yeah, Kamara's gonna be relied on heavily. Dude, yeah. they're gonna give him the ball a ton. Like him and Latavius Murray. Even like Murray, I like this a, week too. If you're in a real deep league, like dude, those guys. It's gonna be like one of those games, like the Booker Jacobs game last week, where they just like pounded the Broncos. Kamara's gonna have that same type of game against Atlanta. Uh, what's it? And he gets all those little like out route, those little out routes, swing routes, all those little passes. Uh, I like Mike Davis against Detroit. Love him. Guy, guy, I'm a little nervous about Aaron Jones against the Indianapolis defense. It's gonna be a tight game. One defense on Indianapolis is very, very stout. He's most likely, hopefully, you're gonna get a lot of points with him receiving the ball out of the backfield. And same with Miles Sanders, and also. Definitely with James Robinson. Tough matchup against the Steelers. And also Derrick Henry. A lot of elite guys are playing tough defense. Uh, but on the other hand, like guys like Jacobs and uh, Zeke uh, playing Chiefs and the, the uh, Minnesota Vikings, both not so uh, solid run defenses. So I expect both of them to have good games. Then uh, if you're like in a really deep league and you need a backup running back, Devontae Booker has been playing really well. As Jacobs number two back, both of them have been like putting up relatively solid numbers every week for the past like two weeks. So I like those two guys. And then like you're most likely gonna need like running like flex players. So there's a couple running backs out there who 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 have who may not have been signed but need to be signed. Like Kalen Balaj. With all their running backs mm-hmm. that are out, the Chargers have come to Kalen Balaj being the number one guy. He's clearly better than. I'm blanking on his name. Joshua Kelly. Kelly, yep. Clearly better than Kelly, and he has been playing better. He's better receiving back, too. And then the Dolphins. Last week, breakout player of the week was Salvin Ahmed. No one knows who he is, a rookie. Uh, now with Miles Gaskin being out. Uh, I, actually, he, I actually just – hold on. Sorry to interrupt. I actually just picked him up for from, from my league. I, I didn't <laughs> look at it the first time. I needed a running back, and I picked uh, him he's up. A, he's a solid one. He had a good, good game last week. Yeah, so we'll see. Year. We'll see how it pans out. You know, undrafted, big undrafted guy, undrafted rookie. All right, continue. Uh, then we got Damian Harris. He's probably gone by now. There's a lot of hype behind him. And then yeah. an- another guy who's probably got a lot of hype behind him is Naheem Hines. Very solid running back. Very solid player this week. And recently, 
I don't know why they haven't been using him. I think they've been really trying to force it with Jonathan Taylor. But Hines is clearly that guy. He should be the, the third down back. He should have he should have been getting more touches early on this season. In I just agree. my opinion. I mean, like just look at the way he's been playing. He's been playing great. Every time he gets a lot of touches, falls out, he scores another, he scores a touchdown, moves the chains really well. Reminds me a lot like Danny Woodhead. I'm getting that vibe from him. Wow. And then uh, sleeper player, obviously, passed this day was definitely Carlos Hyde. I honestly messed up, kept Chris Carson <laughs> in our league. Forgot to because it's the most irrelevant league. I'm in for like, I'm in three out of the four teams. I'm competing in the playoffs, and this one, like, you know, if I if you I just, snooze, I lose. I don't really care. Right, you're yeah. kind of out. Nothing on the line. But really, I uh, two players I hate came in with all this hype and have just been. But getting worse every week. Daryl Henderson playing worse and worse. Last week, Cam Akers led the team in carries. Malcolm Brown scored two touchdowns. His week was only saved by a touchdown. I'm in, I'm honestly borderline willing to drop him because he's just not getting the touches he needs because of the other two guys. And they're playing Tampa Bay, so I would definitely not start him. And then J.K. Dobbins, man. Mark Ingram is a still getting too many reps for him to actually have any value. And same with Gus Edwards. And Dobbins is just not, like, just producing because he's got two other running backs. And he's got a quarterback who's basically his running back, too. So he's just not really worth playing at all or even holding on to your roster. If he does have a good week, just just out of luck. for As of this season, currently, J.K. Dobbins is not the guy. But if you're in a... You know, one of the dynasty leagues, maybe he's he's definitely an interesting player to have because he will be their number one back in the future. But that's it for running backs this week. Hunter with the receivers? Yeah. Uh, good list there. Tough to follow up. Going to see if I can try. Wide receivers. Uh, a few key guys either out because of COVID or injury. Brandon Ayuk. Definitely butcher that again. He's out with COVID. Uh we talked about this earlier, Galladay, Amendola, both out with injury for the Lions. Uh, and then Devontae Adams, he should be able to play. I guess uh, head coach Matt LaFleur said he, he would play. So that's good news for any Adams fans or owners. Um, to start off wide receivers, I'm going to start off with wide receivers to set. I feel like I had a, a longer list of that than guys to start. We're kind of getting late into the season. You know, obviously you start these guys who, who are getting the number one targets per team. Uh, we kind of know those guys. So wide receivers to sit. This is based off matchups. Um, Jer- Jerry Judy and Tim Patrick I don't like versus the Dolphins, even though Judy has has actually been producing pretty well last three weeks, double-digit fantasy points. I don't like him this week, though. A.B. versus the Rams. Um, I don't know if Jalen Ramsey will be following A.B. I, I I have a feeling he'll be with Evans more, especially in the red zone. But, you know, there's so many weapons. I like the Rams' defense, pressuring Tom Brady. I don't think it's going to be a great week for A.B. unless he can score a touchdown, and that's just not reliable. Um, A.J. Green versus Washington. Boyd and Higgins, has kind of, they've kind of solidified themselves as one and two. We, we kind of all called that earlier in the season. Um, Henry Ruggs versus the Chiefs, I don't like. I, he had, you know, 118 yards and a touchdown versus... The Chiefs in Week Five, I don't expect that again. That was off two catches, so I don't trust Rugs. He's just not getting enough targets. Um, Michael Pittman Jr. The Colts, I don't like versus Green Bay. Rivers is a guy. He's kind of like Tom Brady. He kind of just 
throws it around to whoever. He doesn't have that solid guy who, who targets a lot. Um, Emmanuel Sanders, I, I don't like with Atlanta now that Taysom Hill is the QB. We're going to talk about that a little later. Scantlin, I don't like, and Landry, I don't like. And Will Fuller versus Gilmore. I think Gilmore's back and playing. Last time I read, uh, you know, we haven't talked about him as much because the Pats just aren't, you know, as as talked about. But Gilmore is still, I think, the best cornerback in the league. Uh, and Will Fuller is going to get shut down. Guys, to start, on the other hand, is a little bit of a shorter list. Um, guys, I, you need to start this week. Calvin Ridley versus Green Bay. I think Julio's just going to be followed around by Jerry Alexander all game. I expect Ridley to uh, to capitalize on that opportunity. Amari Cooper versus Minnesota. I actually like with the Red Rocket rifle, Andy Dalton back. Hopefully he can play the whole game without getting completely murdered. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Adam Thielen and Jefferson versus Dallas. I mean, Dallas is just trash. Those guys are great. I like both those starts. All three of Pittsburgh wide receivers. I would start this week versus the Jags. I think uh, Matt mentioned earlier, Big Ben's going to light it up. I, I think those three wide receivers um, should do well. Jacoby Myers, I do like versus Houston. And then DJ Chark versus the Steelers. I, uh, you know what, I'm going to actually trash that one. G- DJ Chark, you might want to leave on your bench too. That's it for wide receivers though. <laughs> yeah, I would trash Chark this week. So that's QBs, running backs, wide receivers. And then we just throw up when we talk about the tight end position. I mean, yeah, there's like four tight ends. It's a black yeah. hole. It's, really, it's yep. really just Travis Kelsey, and it's like, good luck. I, I got to give some some love to Devin Waller. He, he's been okay this season, but Kelsey's just on another planet. What was that? He's been struggling recently. He hasn't been really putting up the numbers. That yeah. Everyone's I, obviously. Tough year for the tight ends. You know, Ertz, trash season. Kittle, hurt all, you know, can't stay on the field. It's been a tough tight end season. Yeah, this is, this is not a good tight end era. No. No. Gronk I mean, came alive like a little bit, and then <laughs> yeah. died. Down he, he, he just looks like slow. Just too slow, too stiff. Yeah. Like, it's just like, it seems like his ability to move up and down side to side is just ain't there. <laughs> uh, yeah, but Taysom Hill, this is so weird because I'm just looking at the projections, is the highest rated <laughs> tight end this week, which is just so weird to think about because he's also a quarterback. Uh, he's projected to get 20 points, which is nuts. Yeah, I wonder how does, what's the percentage of him rostered in leagues right now, Hill? Uh, that? 26%. That's insane. Well, it's weird because the – so this is coming out on Saturday. So they, they came out with a, a notification from the Fantasy app on Friday morning, right? Yeah, this morning, uh, about that news. So I'm wondering if maybe that that number just isn't, um, like, changed yet or it hasn't, like, updated um, because 26, that seems like a steal spot for this week because uh, he might be the best flex guy. Uh, I agree. There yeah. There's that right now. Yes. Yeah. Or if you could replace him with your tight end. <laughs> right. And, and even if you don't need him this week, if he's going to be starting the rest of the year, that's yeah. 
at, and, Especially if you're in ESPN. If ESPN Fantasy is going to allow this the rest of the year. Oh, there's no way. This is probably the only week. That would be a ridiculous move. That would be insane. That yeah. would just be like, yo, whoever Game changer. Signed, if you're like in like second place and you have Taysom Hill, a quarterback, playing tight end, like they're just stealing dubs. Yeah. I got him in my flex, and he's projected twenty point eight points. I bet yeah. you, I bet you, it's it's, <laughs> it's pending on like how well he plays this week at quarterback. Well, yeah, actually, it'd yeah. be interesting yeah. to keep track of because I feel like that'd be hard to go back on. Like if you were an owner of him, like you'd be pissed because like you say he kills this week, he gets he gets he doesn't even kill it. He gets like eighteen points at a, at the flex spot. That's insane. That's I'm yeah. more than happy with yeah. 18 points. So you'd yeah. be pissed if next week they come back and they're like, yeah, you know, we're not. Uh, he's not allowed to be at that spot. Anymore. <laughs> you'd be pissed. like pissed, especially if you were in a money league. Wow, oh, I'd, I'd be heated. Yeah. So. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like you put money down. Taste of hell. It's like still available. I mean, like, you'd be heated either way. It's it's a weird move either way. He should. The fact that ESPN even came out and let him do that is wild. If you really think about it, like if you, you have him, you love it. Happened. Yeah. If you're if, facing him, I I would be. No, if you <laughs> have him, you love him, and if you're in the rest, if you're in the other guy in the rest of the the no, just the rest of the league hates you. <laughs> it's just, it's to steal. Much yeah. Yeah. Um, and to stay on football talk, now that we've moved to this, if you're Jameis Winston, you gotta feel so disrespected. Yeah, that's- I wonder if they did it strictly for fantasy purposes. Because Taysom Hill plays tight end. You can't put James at tight end. I think they're just <laughs> <laughs> No, nope. I, I think they're Imagine. willing to just to, to use his body, throw it up there. They got a tough game. Atlanta could definitely beat them. I think, I, uh, I hot think take, just, I think the Falcons are going to beat them. Dude, I think so too. That I, I'm, dude, I have a strong feel. Daddy Ice is there. Calvin really doesn't play. Himself. I hate Matty Ice. He is Matty Ice again now. We we we, we took we the ice off the in like we. <laughs> Matty Ice is nothing without Julio Jones. Yeah, Come he's only ice off. because of Julio. Yeah. Jimmy G. He was... Listen, it, what you guys think of Matty Ice is what Jimmy G is like trash. Jimmy G sucks. <laughs> Matt, no, Ryan can Matt... Put, Matt, Matt Ryan puts up solid numbers. Dude. Matt Ryan's a good quarterback. Yeah, he, I mean he's a former MVP. When he has Julio, he does. Yes. It's Julio, you when know. Julio's out, no, but that's oh, the thing. When, is, Julio, is when like Julio did just play, having he's, Julio, when Julio, Julio wasn't doesn't put up team, crazy numbers, it's just having Julio, Julio allows when, Matt Ryan to be better. Yeah, but it doesn't help you like actually throw the football. Like you'd be a good, court, a competent. Player. No, like, it actually does. I, you got to look at the numbers. It actually on, does. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. When Eli Manning has a good court, wide receiver, like oh, oh my god, <laughs> they still suck. They were still ass. No, I mean, I'm Matt Ryan's Matt Ryan's MVP. It wasn't MVP, but I'm saying he has not been this season at least. When Julio's out, he's not as good. I will give you that, but I'm just saying in general, like you know, I I think you know if you put the right team around him, like he he'd needs still be he a great needs he needs multiple options, multiple. I think, I think he needs weapons. Yeah, he there's needs a rumor weapons. in the NFL that the 49ers are willing to dump Jimmy G, and then. For a transition quarterback, they're looking at Matt Ryan because who knows if Atlanta's interested in keeping him long term. Like they might be willing to like let him go. So the idea is that. Kyle yeah, Shane I mean, I think this this Matt. this Forty Nine ers team this year has kind of been like a 
like not the actual 49 like right like they so they were way injuries. they were in the Super Bowl last year you know what I mean like they yeah. were a way better team they just they been are, they all with the Rams were last year like the Rams like sucked yeah it wasn't even they weren't bad they were nine and seven but they were if they had the seventh seed last year implemented they'd be in playoffs last year but this year I think they'll come back and be as good great defense great coach like that's a they're also in like the best that probably the most competitive division in the nfl um and and to stay on that division we'll we'll talk about a little bit it's kind of already been news but seahawks beat cardinals that puts the seahawks at number the number two seed and the number one seed in their division now um kind of moving towards the playoff picture or excuse me they're they are the third seed still Saints are at the two. The NFL in the in the uh, NFC spot. So who's one and two? One and two. It goes for the NFC. The Packers are one right now. Saints are two. Seahawks three, and the Eagles four. Those are the division leaders right now. And then yeah, and then five, six, and seven for because now it's seven teams for the playoffs. Five, you got the Bucks. Six, you got the Rams, and seven. Still the Cardinals, and then and then they got some breathing room. Teams on the bubble: eight, nine, and ten. Bears at five and five. The Vikings at four and five, and the Lions at four and five. I don't think the Cardinals are going to relinquish that spot. Not even close to it. I, I think, think the I Cardinals think, are a dangerous team if they get in the playoffs. I think I think it's the way it looks right now. Mm-hmm. Is the way it's going to be. Those teams are clearly the top of the NFL. They're like the Bears are just not gonna. They could squeak by, but they just don't deserve it over the Cardinals or the Rams or Tampa Bay. And What's the Cardinals' record? They're six and three. Six and six four. And th- six and four now. Yep. Four. So do you guys think the Packers are the number one seed and they get the bye, the only bye? I think. I mean, I, I don't think Tampa they're the best team in the NFC, but like I don't think wise, they are either. Right. right. Record wise, they might come out to be the but I don't that think one seed. Be. Yeah. But it's, I agree with that. I'm pretty sure with the the no the 49ers were the number one seed last year. Am I correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, honestly, so like it's gonna be Green Bay, but I think Tampa Bay deserves to be the is the best team in the. The thing is, Tampa Bay has a chance now that it, I mean, if Breeze doesn't play the rest of the season. And they can sneak into that two or one. That that's crazy. The problem is the Saints' schedule is not very good. Besides the Chiefs, I don't know. I, I just feel like every time I watch Tampa Bay, I feel like their offensive line sucks. Like I feel like it's not good. It's very streaky. Like, very streaky. Some, like some possessions, they're ch- terrible, and Brady gets hit like three times in one possession, and then other times, like he doesn't get touched. Like they're they're just an inconsistent offensive line. Yeah, but it's like so hard on that offense. I will say though about the Bucks week fourteen, fifteen, and sixteen. They face Minnesota, Atlanta, and Detroit. Those are all really winnable games. Yeah, but they play the next two weeks. The Buck, I mean the Rams and the Chiefs. We're talking about the Bucks, right? Okay. Yeah. So the the back half is. I think they should win out. They need to win out. But the first two, if you can get a one and one. You're gonna need to go one and uh, two and one. I mean, uh, two and zero. Oh. They're probably gonna need to win out because the Saints have the tiebreaker yeah. on them because they won twice and they let that happen. So 
but then everybody else figured that out. But uh, yeah, I'm interested yeah. in talking about the the Patriots playoff chances because yeah, like, let's move over to the AFC, dead, which is they great. are not dead. Um, the, I'll I'll just lay out the order, and then we'll kind of talk about the Pats are on the bubble, the Titans are on the bubble. Um, so one seed right now, obviously the Steelers are nine and zero. I think. Chiefs could are the only ones that could maybe steal that. They're yeah, two. The Chiefs, right now? Chiefs are eight and one at number two. Bills seven and three at three. Colts six and three at four after beating the Titans. That was huge. And then five, six, and seven who are in right now. The Raiders at five. The Dolphins at six, and the Ravens at seven. Imagine the Ravens playing the Colts in the first round. That that would be a tough matchup. And then on the bubble, Titans 6-3, Browns next 6-3, and and then the Pats come in at number 10 on the bubble, 4-5, and facing the 2-7 and Texans this week. What are your guys' thoughts? There's a a chance. I mean... (laughs) There's a chance. Because if you really look at it, and they had to play everyone in in the division again, they lost the Buffalo on, like, one a one play. They're probably going to beat the Jets again, and they already beat Miami. So, I mean, like, if you want – and then they have the Houston Texans, and then they have the Cardinals, and then I'm – who am I missing out on? I think there's one more I'm missing out on. Uh, you said the Cardinals, said three, Rams. Are they playing the Rams? Yeah, they, they play, they play yeah. the Rams, yeah. That's a tough schedule. They just have a, yeah, they just – but, I mean, the only two tough teams I think that come in and could probably really destroy them is the Rams. I think the Rams are good. And that's a short week, too. And so maybe the Cardinals, depending on if, what the defense looks like that week. Honestly, I'm not as worried about the Cardinals. I don't know. That, that offense, their Cardinals offense is explosive. And the yeah. Patriots defense has been streaky. I think it's it, we also have to look into account like how the Patriots offense plays. Like they're a good running team, they can really pound it down teams' throats. Like, yeah, the they're gonna get defense, Edelman back. They're gonna get Edelman back too in like a week or two. It's gonna help yes, their Edelman, Edelman to me is dead. Dead. We got it. Don't you say that about Julian Edelman? <laughs> Whoa! This, this yeah. This is what people. This is what people did with Welker. Dump and change. We got a new guy. <laughs> Who's our new guy? Jacoby. Jacoby. He's he's not a, is he our slot right now? Yeah, he kind of he basically is. He's our he's our he's our wide out one right now. But he plays like everywhere. I, you know, looking no, at No, when Adam comes back, that's going to be such more of Look at looking at these offense. earlier games, man. They really should have won like at least one or two. That's, yeah. Those I think they're going to look back and just miss the playoffs because of some of those early games we were talking yes, about. I I think before I think the we're show. On the same boat. We go nine and seven. People are gonna be like, ah, you know, if they they had just won those like couple early ones, you know, they were at the doorstep of the Seattle game, the Chiefs game. They play, they fought them really hard. Obviously, no cam. They were up at halftime. The Chiefs games weren't they? Uh, tie game. If it wasn't for the fucking Bryant, don't even bring it up. Don't even bring up Bryant. <laughs> literally can't like say his name. Just, like, I just, I what's crazy? Man. What's crazy is if you really think about it, like. They were up, Who knows they were, what would have happened if Cam played that game? But if Brian Hoyer converted in the end zone, the three times or the the red zone, the three times he got there, the Patriots could have won that game. Easily, man. The defense, the defense is that's mojo. twenty-one points. The, the defense's mojo went into the shitter after that. 
the Broncos, <laughs> yeah. the Broncos, the Broncos move the ball at will, and the Broncos' offense is trash. So then, well, it's tough to play defense with a trash offense. Exactly, I'm saying like, like you know, psychologically, you're like, hey, we got to play perfect. Exactly, and it just kind of it festers, and you're like, you know, that's wow. why Cam, what Cam's a word. also just streaky. I mean, that's just what it is. Cam is just streaky. Like it's there's nothing, there's no way around. And then it. the I mean, Bills won. The sometimes Bills he won. looks so great, and then sometimes he looks awful. He looked so great in the Bills game up until the last minute, where he fumbled the ball. He looked great, played great. And so then, so yeah, it, it really is like Cam Newton QB play. Yeah, it's really, I mean, really what it's what, come down to. The next Cam has, is, I mean, if you really want to put it down to it, Cam I mean, has technically all the three close games they've lost have all been on Cam. Yeah. Right. Well, they've all not the Seattle game, I'd say. I think it's McDaniel's fault. Can't call it the same that, that play call was pretty trash. Yeah, but I mean, it's also Cam on the one-yard line. Like, right. He's t- Statistically, he's, it's a good play call. but His, yeah. full, his fullback got blown up. Like yeah, what I mean, like, yeah, Yaku, yeah, Yaku, Yaku played well too. He's been pretty. He's been a solid fullback. But yeah, like you, the the corner took out his legs. Took like you know that was literally like you know a man falling out of the lead. Took him out. Then the guys blew up the play. But honestly, I thought they were better off QB sneaking it. You just you yeah, like a regular like yeah, act like you're doing. You know, like it, it, it um, I think like. If you just think about it, like, what are you more likely to, to, to score on a, 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 a first and goal, a first and goal, no time left, like a one play, a QB sneak, or literally standing three yards back and trying to run in? Like, you just give the defense. Not even trying to run. It was like a stretch play for a QB. He, like, what? Yeah, are exactly. You he held the ball for a sec, then tried to read like you know the, his block, and when John, Johnson got blown up, like he had no other choice. I don't like the slow play. I want to point out, too, is that the the Patriots' run game, if you look at it from last year with no fullback, was awful. And it's the only good part about this team right now is the run game. They're they're with no fullback in the game uh, or running the ball. They're not a good running team. Like Their their running plays rely so much on fullbacks. Because you look at James Devlin was injured last year, so they didn't have one. But the year before, Sonny Michel had his best – Best year, then mm. sucked last year. Now they have a fullback. Damian Harris is a beast. It's just like, so it really hurts to say because the offense could have been if you kept Brady, which I mean he was probably gone either way. But say they made a play for Brady, this team is arguably a Super Bowl contender with Brady. I can make that argument because they were a Super Bowl contender last year with. A better defense, but the defense has still been like it's been the offense's fault that they can't put up points. That's why they lose games. So we needed weapons for Brady, though. Things that, but I think, but I mean, these guys have come along. Think about Cam's made them look decent. He's made um, Myers look good. He's made Bird look good, and Edelman was Brady's number one guy. So yeah, and if if Brady stays. Maybe Gronk comes back. Maybe AB yeah. comes back. Then you got Gronk, AB, Edelman, no Myers. Way AB, no way. AB no, I don't think AB would have come. I don't think they would have let AB. Back. Oh well, yeah, yeah, not in a Belichick. That's probably yeah. right. But yeah. still, I mean, maybe Gronk. It's just. I just think. I mean, I when think looking back on it, there's a lot more pressure on Gronk here to to do more that is not expected. 
Yeah. I just feel like makes it a life a little easier for Braun. Like he, if 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 those first seven weeks he was that bad, people in New England would want his head. Like he should have stayed retired. But his value to us mostly comes like as a blocker. I think that's his value, honestly. The way no, that's is. what it would have been when he came when he came back. He would have been for sure not as. I mean, he made. Much of a I mean, threat. if you if you had to look back at the the the, the Rams Super Bowl win, his ability to just like get on the field, move half decently, like play well, and then block, man, he made Sony Michelle really look good. The way yeah, De- Devlin, I mean, like, Devlin, Devlin right? that's the thing. They're full, like, and getting back to it, their fullbacks, like, are such a crucial part of the Patriots' offense. Exactly. So, so th- that's what I mean. So that's why I continue this year. Like, if there's a chance, it's going to, like, it's going to fall on camp. Uh, that's really what it is. It's gonna fall on Cam if Cam can be consistent. I mean, can you even really give the Patriots that like their offense was good enough to win that Ravens game? But I mean, it was also like the worst re- weather conditions of the entire year that really helped the Patriots win that game. In the last minute and a half, when the Ravens got the football, it was like torrential downpours, which is just like a fluke. Like it's nothing that was the Pats. It just was lucky for the Patriots. I, I honestly believe that. Lamar, if perfect weather conditions, I don't think – I think Lamar marches downfield there. Yeah. No, I agree. They kind of got lucky with that weather. AFC East, I, I'm going to I'm gonna say I, I really think the Dolphins have a good chance of winning this division this yeah, year. Yeah, that's the other thing, too. The Patriots had to beat out the Dolphins and the Bills. Yeah. Tua is – he's doing – what they need. The Dolphins are 5-0 and in the last five games. They're on a roll. Who do they got I, this week? Do we know? The Dolphins have the Broncos. The Broncos. That's, uh... But I think Drew Locke's questionable, so... That's probably a dub. I like the Dolphins' schedule. I, I, I was looking at the Pats, got, Dolphins, and have, Bills. The Dolphins, the Dolphins probably have the easiest stretch out of all. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it might come down to that Bills and Dolphins game in Week 17. Oh, it's going to be yeah. a great game. Two was really coming. It was, it was a great first. It was like Week 3 or something early on. It was a 31-28 win by Buffalo. I honestly don't remember that game whatsoever. But as far as AFC picture-wise goes, we kind of... We're talking I mean, about... The leaders in, in every division are the pretty... Like, there's no real close division other than AFC East, right? Now Colts, Colts and Titans, oh yeah, are, that's right, that's right, that's right. Yep. are close, but the but with the Colts beating the Titans last week, that pretty much the Colts. I think yeah. they play at the end of the year. Do they play? No, they play the Jags. They play Colts plays. Oh, they play twice. They've already played twice. Oh no, they play. Okay, they play in a couple weeks. They play next Sunday, not this one. Oh, oh okay. So the winner of that will probably take the division. Um, it's weird the Titans were like on a roll for a little bit and then they said like a kind of a bit of rough patch here. Honestly, yeah. Do we think the Steelers are going undefeated this season? Uh, I mean See, they're going 10-0. I, I hesitate because it seems like every single game is like a close game with the Steelers. Yeah. They, they, don't they really any, don't like, seem like a 9-0 and team. Wins. They don't deserve to be an 9 I agree. I think if a, you look at their schedule though I mean I you can see why. 
they're losing. They're going to lose like, one of these five games. They play. So after the Jaguars, they have one fluky team, and the rest of them are very solid. They play the Ravens. I don't care what you say. The Ravens are still a good football team on Thanksgiving. Uh, Washington, ass. When? Buff, uh, Buffalo and Pittsburgh play Sunday night. That's a good game. Uh, the Steelers play the Bengals. Division rival, division games, I always think they're going to be close. And they play the best defense in football, the Colts. Or one of the best defenses in football. What the was the Bengals-Steelers game? Oh, then the Steelers They killed them. They killed them. Which is why I'm yeah. saying, you know, there's a chance they come back and play that. It's a divisional game. And then Steelers versus Browns. They play the Browns, Colts, Bills, and Ravens. Four, one of those four are going to beat them. Combined. And, but they, they embarrassed the Browns last time. 38-7. to seven. Uh, About four, four or five weeks ago. I mean, even if they lose the the close ones, they could go thirteen and three and be happy. Well, I mean, they're they're probably they have a yeah, but like other than the Chiefs, they might have the most complete offense, players wise. Yeah, they're very balanced. They're a very straight, balanced like, team, and and they have a great defense. So that's like yeah. I think I think in they the got play, stud wideouts, they got a decent running back, and then they have a Watt. No, they have two Watts, don't they? They they technically have two Watts. I yeah, think. but they they have TJ, but, who's who's a lot better than the other. But yeah, they, yeah. Just, they have a solid defense. So it's. I think I think the AFC this year really comes down to two teams. For the, the for the as far as Super Bowl, I contender. Think F, yeah, I think uh, it just comes down to Pittsburgh, Kansas City. I think a lot of these other teams are looking outside in. They're not really ready. Colts. Yeah. I don't like the. I agree. Uh, Las Vegas Raiders. I like what they're building. They're not there yet. Miami Dolphins yep. not there yet. Ravens they just don't make any sense. What if the what if the uh, Raiders beat the Chiefs again? Ooh, if the Raiders beat the Chiefs again, I'm all I'm I'm ready to say the Raiders are a, a part of the upper echelon. But are they a Super Bowl contending team though? I I, I would think so. <sighs> What's their record? So that's where I disagree. What's their record? They're six and three. If they beat the Chiefs twice in a season, they are clearly the one of the best teams in the NFL. But they will still be a, a probably the fifth seed. They would be seven and three, and yeah, they'd have Chiefs to win. Be what? They'll face a tough Colts or Titans team in the playoffs. I uh, if if I'm just the saying, Raiders. Yeah, I mean they got a great run game. Their quarterback is no slouch. I think Derek Carr is a pretty good quarterback. He always yeah, has he stepped up this year. He's been he's been a lot better. This I agree though. But, they're yeah. building, they're building something good. I think. And then they they have they have two great def- defensive ends, two solid ones. Uh, Farrell and uh, I don't what's his name. The white kid. He you know what's weird about the NFL is like Rosby. other, other than like <laughs> the select few teams, I really feel like you, it's hard to like build a team for like four years. Like that's like a hard like the, that's like a not really a, like you really only have like two maybe three years to like get your team to like where like it's hard to like because like what. Gruden's been there for how long? This is his second, third? I think it's like second, third, second or third year. So, like, I feel like, like, I don't know. I just feel like it's hard to, like, take five years to, like, build out a team before it's, like, really good. Yeah, in the NFL. I agree. I feel like that's, like, a hard thing to do. You know what I mean? Like, the Chiefs, like, it happened, like, it happened in, like, one to two years with the Chiefs. Yeah. Like, before they became elite. The, the only exception has been, like, the Patriots. But, like... I can't really think of many other teams that like 
were took like a four to five year process to like really become like a good team. Like I feel like just it like happens a lot like quicker than you would think. Yep, and it's rare so, for a GM to even allow a coach to to take that long to build. Yeah, that's the other thing too. Is like how many years of losing he's really get. Yep. But as far as playoff goes, I think we're all in agreement. These spots are pretty solidified. I mean, there could be some a yeah, little bit of change. There could be a few shakeups in a few right. a few divisions. Um, I I do like the Steelers at number one though. Looking at the Chiefs Steelers schedules, the Chiefs have a lot harder schedule than the, the Steelers. Um, oh, yeah. They they face the Raiders, who they lost to. The Bucks, Denver's probably a win. Miami's no slouch. The Saints. If we're looking even... at teams right now for teams that like are out probably in the playoff mm-hmm. picture, but should have been in. I like on, that question. On like just how they played this year, but like they just lost a lot of close games. The Chargers, like, might be the first team that comes to mind if you think about it. My thing is injuries have ravaged them. I think they'll be back next year. I think yeah, didn't they have like Derwin James out most of the year? Yeah, Derwin James did literally have Bosa a was hurt. Bosa's been banged up. This team has been a patchwork of players. They've lost. The two best running backs, Eckler and Jackson, are most huge stretches of the season. They're they're really just running on two running backs who are. Kelly has three hundred yards this season total, and Kalaj is one hundred and thirty-seven. Those are the two guys they have. Look, dude, look, I like look that at pick. These scores. Look at these scores with the Chargers. Week one, they won by three. Week two, they lose by three. Week three, they lose by four. Then seven. Then three. Then they win by 10, then they lose by 1, then they lose by 5, and then they lose by 8. Wow. Let me see. They're in in every game. Yeah, they're in every single game. And they lost the – we're talking about the elite teams. They lost by by 3 to the Chiefs. They lost by 7 to the Bucks. They lost by 3 to the Saints. If we're we're actually talking about, like, games they clearly and obviously should have won, is Chiefs game should have won that game. Uh, they should have won 100%. The Saints game, literally, the kicker doing the field goal. Yeah. Uh, Broncos game, you can't lose that game. Literally, you had a 23 point lead. No, no excuses. Raiders game, you had two plays to score a touchdown. Shame. Then the Dolphins, the Dolphins kind of beat them. If you watch the game, they scored a late, late touchdown. They could easily be six and three though. Six and three. Yeah. Oh, you see. Like another one of those teams that like. I like I, your that's that's a good pick for next year. I mean, they get another early first round. Good, I think they're going to be a good team. I think uh, two teams are for sure the 49ers. That's clearly one of them. And, and then, the Dallas Cowboys. Yep. <laughs> Come on. We're coming back next year. <laughs> the best offense in football next year. With who at the helm? Dude, two-legged Dak is back. (laughs) (laughs) If he's got two ankles, Dak is going to be MVP comeback of the year. Uh, That'd be hilarious. What if the the Cowboys, I mean, it's already been blown up, but like, what if they just blown up even more? What if they just get rid of everyone? Dude, they could really mess. The biggest way they could mess up is if they win the division. They are they are two games back, guys. That's the that is the that is the, the biggest joke of a division. You know what's crazy? Uh, they can go five and eleven and win the, 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 the division. The division champ 
is is close to being the third the, the three pick in the draft, but also at the same time as close as getting to win the division. Yeah, it's absurd. They, they, Eagle, Eagles sitting at the fourth seed right now, are, three five and games, one. They're two games back from first place of of the division. They're two games back from the worst team in the league. That's how do we, how do you guys like divisional like the the winner of divisions going to the playoffs? I like it because it fosters kind of a rivalry. You get like I think like the la- the new rules where you play your division like team at the end of the year is just really interesting. I just kind of like the idea of you know you get a, a matchup like the 49ers versus the Seahawks. It just makes it better. Rivalry in sports. Yeah, it forces the rivalries. But like, what about situations like this where it's like you have a team that potentially has four wins making the playoffs? And then you have, teams, never, <laughs> you have things, teams that have like seven or like eight wins I just that like, like don't make it. I'm ta- I'm I'm being dead serious. They're gonna do thirty for thirties articles, books, stories about how awful the division is. And how like you know, if it comes down to like being four and twelve is like the, the like the Eagles may hold on, I'm I'm gonna pull up the Eagles. I don't here. think they can be four and they they can't be four and twelve and win it. I think they all have to be like five or six wins. Okay, they went five. But that's the that's the great thing about the NFL and the crazy thing, you get in the playoffs. It doesn't matter. I mean, look at the the Giants won the Super Bowl at nine and seven. The the Packers won the Beast Super Bowl. Quake, the I believe Beast it. Quake Seahawks were seven. And what if what if yeah. what if the Dallas Cowboys win the Super Bowl this year? I would hate it. With Andy Dalton at the helm. That's impossible. Let, let's. You want me to run down the, the quick schedule for the Eagles? You guys interested in hearing? Because they may not win another game. Yeah, I don't know. The Eagles are trash. Right. They played the Browns. They're, they're underdogs. They played the Seahawks. They played the Packers. They played the Saints. They played the Cardinals. And then yeah, God... They, they might not get a win. They, they, may go, they could year. go 0-4 that stretch. And then play for the, the possible division title against the Cowboys and the Washington. That's a, that's what, a if, tough what if the Cowboys? What's the Cowboys schedule? Let's map this out real quick. <laughs> I think the New York quick. Times did a great job, like saying like, most likely this division champ goes six and ten, but they play the Vikings this week. Yeah, that's a winnable game. You got you can't can't lose. No, they're not gonna win it. They Cowboys can't stop the run. I don't give them that. That's a lot of credit. They play Washington. <laughs> okay. They play the Ravens. They play the Bengals. They play the 49ers. They play the Eagles. They play the Cowboys. Uh, the Giants. Like they have a better, they could go three and three. I mean, no, not three and three. They can go four and three. <laughs> Sweet, awesome. What's Washington's schedule? No, they're, they're I Washington. think Wash. I think Washington wins that division. Dude, I lo- I love Alex Smith. I love Alex Smith. Dude, if he leads them to the playoffs, he's a god. If he wears a visor the rest of the season, he he they're going to the playoffs. Uh, they should have beat. They should have beat. They the got Lions. the. They got the Bengals. Chase That's Young. a winnable. They got the Bengals this week. That's like a winnable game. Yeah, Bengals, Bengals is a winnable Cowboys. game. Cowboys. The Cowboys. They're gonna, gonna get. They're gonna two. get mollywopped by the Steelers. Yep. They they're not gonna. The they're probably gonna lose. Forty Niners. I don't know. It's like a crapshoot every single week with them. Shanahan yeah, will rip them just, apart. Just somehow. Shanahan. Exactly Shanahan. Uh, you got the Seahawks loss. Panthers. Uh, Panthers better team. 
Eagles. That's the probably could be division championship. Game. No, this is this is depressing. Screw the Cowboys. We're they're not we, making we, the playoffs. Stop trying to get my hopes up, guys. Exactly. Let's let's move. Bets of the week about. All right. So we get the Pats. No more Cowboy talk. I'll just go. I'll run through this really quick. Pats minus two. Yeah. Playing the Texans. I like playing the Texans. Bengals plus one and a half. They're playing Washington. I like the Texans. Dolphins minus four. They're playing the Broncos. I think that's a better than week. I think the Broncos. Uh, the the Dolphins are just way better than the Broncos. Uh, Steelers. Uh, it should be minus ten. Yeah, Steelers should be minus ten. I like them. And then I like the Packers plus one and a half to play the Colts. In Indy, solid defense, but I do like the Colts. Better quarterback. I think a better quarterback keeps the Texans alive. Uh, I like so those. Let's, uh, let's do the quick rundown of the start of the week situation. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I, I do have two. To be real quick, just yes or no. Do you like the Vikings minus seven over Dallas? No, I don't. I don't like that game at all. I think Dallas Rams plus four versus the Bucks. Rams plus four versus I like that one. I I don't know what what Bucks team is going to show up. That game's tough for me to tell. I know that's a good point. I think good Dallas point. Cook's good have list. Like Seven hundred point fantasy points. <laughs> absolutely destroy the Cowboys. He'll go three hundred yards. He'll have to relive it every year. Yeah. That's it. Stud of the week. We're wrapping it up. Uh, week ten. We did pick week 10, a bell. You had Jared Goff. We kind of all had an off week. Jared Goff, about 10.5 points. I had Watson with 14.2. Matt Breeze, I think he left, what, in the third quarter? Seven points. That was a tough one. Okay, second. So that puts me at first with 18. A bell, 17 at second. Matt, 13 at third. We got week 11. Um, I guess I guess I'll start it off. I, I'm on the borderline between Big Ben and Alex Smith, but because I'm starting him in this week, I'm going with Alex Smith. Wow. Versus Cincy. You know, Lamar's playing Tennessee. Their defense is trashish. I'll go with Tennessee. Okay. Well. I think I'm, a, I think I'm just going to go with... Um, oh, see, I don't know should I should, if I should go with Herbert or I should go with Mahomes. I'm going to go with Mahomes. Play safe. Wow. I'm going to go Pat Mahomes. Matt, that's the thing. I mean, Matt is not out of this because looking at the list of guys, um, Matt, Matt still hasn't picked – well, now he has picked Mahomes, but he still hasn't picked Russell Wilson, which is big, or right. Kyler Murray. Yeah. So I'm still in this. He's still in this. That's our start of the week. That's our episode. That's our episode. Yeah, good luck to everyone. Um, yeah, boys, good luck. Even if you're playing us, good luck. I hope you win. Yeah. I don't I hope, hope you win, win not in my league. I, um, I haven't adjusted my fantasy team, so Colby, I'm sorry for kicking your ass last week, but that just you, you really <laughs> suck. <laughs> All right, boys. Uh, all right. And we're so out.